Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. On today's episode, Chuck pulls nothing. Jake gets a new dog. And in honor of Pokemon Trading Card Game Live launching this week, we are live. How are we doing yes. today, Chuck? Yes, we are. We are live. This is our Twitch right first now. ever live podcast. I'm pretty excited, nervous, no, knowing that I like to butcher words from time to time. Uh, and then you like edit those out. So it makes me sound a little better than I actually am. Uh, so let's see how this goes. Yeah. So, I mean, all the Twitch viewers are going to get the cool uh, behind the scenes looks at all of our screw ups. But mm -hmm. if you're listening to this on Spotify, when you usually do, I am going to edit it. So it, yeah. it won't, you won't miss a beat. You'll, you'll, you might miss some of the, the antics. Uh, I might leave some of them in cause it'd be funny. Right. But uh, don't worry. Your podcast will come out like usual on Spotify. For so. sure. I can't, I can't wait, but uh, how have you been this week? Anything new since our last episode? Uh, no, I mean, uh, I did another pre-release. Mm -hmm. um, I got nothing again. Um, Drampa V was my pull <laughs> um oddly uh was could have been useful never needed never used it in the in the pre-release actual play right um i got lucario deck this time which was a lot more fun oh, i'm uh, jealous the lucario line was the line to pull yeah uh i i actually really like that card mm -hmm. um in general so i might have to play with that a little bit more um right i it, it before I, 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 let's go talk to your let's talk about what ha, what's big news for you big news week? for me well i mean i alluded it to uh, alluded to it before the cast um and kind of on the intro we got a new dog this week so i have a new family member uh his name is captain rex uh, i believe he's a border collie mix i don't know exactly what he is my wife knows more about all those details um but super awesome pup he's about three months old um already pretty close to house trained and you can go outside and, and walk around and, you know, don't need a leash in the backyard. And he's, he's good to go. He's, he's been a really awesome addition so far. Um, still lots of training to do still lots of um, fun adventures in the, in the future, but uh, uh, got the new dog. So I'm pretty excited about that. I can confirm he is one cute pupper. <laughs> yeah. You so. did come over that kind of helped set up for this live, uh, live <laughs> podcast. And he was there. Um, welcome you into the house. Yeah. Yeah, it was. He is a cute pupper, so uh, right. um, I'm excited to see him when I when I will be able to see him. So right, I, lo I love <laughs> me some dogs. So dogs are awesome. But yeah, I was actually at that same pre pre release as you. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't do too well because I pulled a weird line. I had a Chimchar and the the um, Turtwig, and I feel that's just like a a line that doesn't really go together. Uh, and I didn't really have any other Pokemon to attack. Um, so ended up going, you know, one, one and two, uh, really with just kind of a weird deck, but my box was actually busted with my pulls. I've pulled a full art, uh, was it Roseanne's, um, backup? I think that's yes. what it was. And a Whimsicott, uh, V-Star rainbow. Uh, so yeah. I was pretty excited about that. I was pretty jealous of that. Whimsicott V-Star Rainbow card. I feel bad because we've done two pre-releases <laughs> together and people keep pulling Whimsicott and you have not yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, as two, I, I just, I'm not lucky, I guess, with pre-releases because I can't, 
go back to any of the ones that we've done and really remember like a, a big pool. Like mm-hmm. I got Suicune, I think in Chilling, it came out in Chilling Rain. I, I think, think so. Um, the worst that was kind of things. Full Art Suicune, I think is the biggest thing I remember pulling in uh, a pre-release. Uh, so I know I was super hyped. I got a Raikou in Vivid Voltage pre-release, but right. Amazing Rares really didn't didn't really stick around. So yeah, I, I wanted to say one quick note on on pre-releases because I was on the salt mines on them last week. <laughs> yes, you were. But I have to say they kind of like redeemed itself this week. I, I want to like say that it's not as bad as I thought, but um, I wish when they did the deck, because it was really just three lines. Like you either had Turtwig and Burmy or you had Lucario or you had the Chimchar and Infernape. Mm-hmm. I really wish they would have just gave everybody the three and let you choose what you wanted to do rather than kind of being pigeonholed because the, like it's the same amount of cards if you just don't give us energies. So uh, that would be my only like area of, of criticism TPCI. Just, just give us the three lines and let us kind of have a little bit of fun and creativity in, in building the deck. Right. I, and I guess I'm a little bit on the salt mines this week because, like I said, I kind of had a, like a very clunky um, duo. Usually there's a little bit more synergy between the Pokemon. I just had Grass Fire, so it kind of felt weird for me, um, yeah. but still had fun. Um, always a great time to go out with the, with the boys and girls and just uh, play some Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they are just fun. Um, right. I generally just like it when... When it's not really like just playing the the format and, and not really worrying about extra packs or, or performance, it's just uh, it's fun. Yeah, um, and then stuff. before we move on to the next, I want to give a shout out to Sports Card Junction for an awesome pre-release and also giving me this super swag uh, beanie with a little puff <laughs> on the top. Um, for uh, they gave that to me for making the qualifiers for for the first round of the team qualifiers. Um, so I'm very happy uh, to represent Sports Car Junction, um, and can't wait to see who uh, jumps on my team next. Uh, actually, the next person would be the second person. So we'll see who that is. I think that is next weekend. I believe the dates are what um, the 26th or the 27th. I've it's one of those two, um, but yeah, it's the 27th. So can't wait to see who's jumping on there. Um, so if you haven't signed up yet, please do and try to represent Sports Card Junction. Yeah, I mean, that is a pretty sweet beanie. Uh, they ran a pretty sweet pre-release. So uh, high fives to them. Um, really killing it right now. Yeah. Uh, I kind of a little jealous that I didn't make it over there, but I mean, the vault <laughs> is a great store. Because they're going to hook me up with some brilliant stars later this week. No, I mean, I'm paying for them. I'm not getting free cards. Don't, right. Don't, don't go crazy. But <laughs> uh, they, they, I got a pre-order through them. So I'm pumped for that. All right. So before we kind of go on to our normal, you know, the, the, the random card, the trivia, all that fun shenanigans. Um, I do want to just briefly talk about uh, the, the, 2k that's coming up here at full grips this weekend um a lot of our locals are are making a trip i think there's what nine of us total um Uh, i don't know the 
the the count keeps changing because yeah we sold out and then they keep adding more after the fact right. so I, I i don't know who i don't know what our final count was because last time i looked it was six right which was a pretty that's a i mean that's four more than last time so right so i mean it's going to be good uh pittsburgh's going to represent this will be the first irl big event that i've been in um since you know i started getting in the game right before pandemic um so didn't get to go to any of these larger events so this is kind of like my first foot into the door and in preparation for that i've been really testing hard on um, these last two weeks um with with the deck that i'm choosing to bring to try to give myself um you know the best chance i can to actually make cut and hopefully go beyond um in the last Two weeks I've played over 70 games uh, <laughs> just with the deck that I'm bringing, um, not including all the fun decks that I've been playing. So um, really trying to narrow down that 60 going into a new set. I know for sure um, Ultra Ball is going to be there. Uh, the, the choice belt, I always call it the wrong thing, um, but we all know, um, you know that that's the, that's the two additions to the new deck that I'm bringing. Um, what are you kind of thinking that you're going to bring to this and what preparations have you done? Uh, I'm, I'm still testing. I have, uh, two ideas that I'm currently trying to test. And I think I'm going to try and like catch people off guard. I think this time a little bit, I'm going to try something spicier. Um, uh, I have been, I, I've been a huge proponent that Rayquaza is going to get better. So I might, I might put my money on the line on that one, literally, and, and see how that goes. Uh, right. Because I think some uh, additions will help it play better. And then I've been wanting to try something new, but it's really been dependent on whether I get the cards. So I've also been trying to think about playing uh, Charizard. So we'll see if, if that, if I can get the cards, maybe I'll, I'll play it. I also have to test a lot more with that, see how consistent right. it is. So those are two options. I'm still kind of testing and, and narrowing it down. My, my experience is that like from the last one, but it's a little different. So it's hard to, to judge this. Cause I kind of wanted to bring this up while you were talking. Cause last time we went, I went to the, the full grip one K it was a big tournament and, mm -hmm. but it's right after a set release. So you're like, do you see, are you going to see the new decks? Like literally it's the week of release. Right. So not a lot of people have had a lot of time to get a lot of cards. And that was the question is like Mew was like, everyone was like, Mew's going to be a good deck. Are you going to see it at full grip? And you, <laughs> and Let me you ask did? you this because how many, how many Mew decks did you actually see that first week? I, I think we, I only remember seeing like four, but okay. I, I, that were there out of like the 80 players. Right. And then I was like, well, that's got to be just because it's, it's car. Like you got to get the cards, like you got to play with real cards. So um, that might be an issue was like, how much new decks are we going to actually see? Like how many Arceus's are going to get pulled in four days and then into decks, you know what I mean? Right. So, or Charizards or Boomsicots, just like, I mean, they're, but I mean, the other thing is though, Ultra Balls have been around, so they're going to be out. Like, there's a lot of like, rep like the, the reprinted cards that are in this set are going to make a lot of decks better. So, like, no one's going to be worried about having 
like account of ultra balls. Everyone's probably got them laying around. So right. <laughs> that's uh, kind of what went into my decision. I think uh, for my decision, it was what's most consistent, um, what's proven, um, and then the availability of cards. Like you said, um, ultra ball is is a card that's been in the past, so it's pretty easy to acquire, even if you're a newer player um, that didn't play in that era. Um, so yeah, I think that the, those were kind of what I went into kind of thinking for this deck. So I'm excited to see, um, you know, how I do, how you do, how the rest of our group does, and just how we represent Pittsburgh outside of our, you know, our city. Yeah, I, I am excited too. I'm always excited for big competitions. So, right. I mean, uh, it's just antsy getting there. I'm, I'm got to do more preparation. So, right. well, um, enough about that. Um, we have our yeah. standard uh, fun shenanigans at the beginning. Do you want to go into random card madness? Yes, yes. Let's go to random card madness. So, All right. Um, for anyone who hasn't listened to us before or, or is a new, newer watcher of what we're doing right now. So random card madness is we're going to use a random number generator to get a random card, which Correct. we're going to still use brilliant stars because um, it's new. And we're going to talk about a card. I'm going to randomly generate a number between 1 and 172, because that's how many cards are in that set. Um, and then we'll talk about it. We'll say whether this is binder fodder, whether this goes in a deck, or it, or just uh, collect it. Maybe. Right. So I'm going to randomly generate a number. Here we go. And we got card number 21. 21. And 21. Oh, man. I, I'm on it right now, because... Uh... <laughs> Uh, we had to, I had to get prepped for this. So go ahead and read it out. Sorry about that. Right. No, you're all right. So card 21, it, it, uh, this is a decent card here. So it's, it's a basic Pokemon. It's Moltres. It could be a pre-release promo. So you might already have one of these if you participated in a pre-release. 120 HP fire Pokemon with one attack for one fire energy Inferno Wings. It does 20 plus damage. If this Pokemon has any damage counters on it, this attack does 70 more damage. This attacks attack this attack's damage isn't affected by weakness. So um, do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. You start that. All right. So my judgment of this card, I think Multrace is a great card. I think you're gonna find he's not gonna be a complete deck. I don't think right. you're gonna run Moltres, but in the effort that you kind of see Hoopa come out now in like dark box decks where he right. just hits for 90 for one energy that's where you're going to see moltres be but is as a fire pokemon so he's a great single prizer to add to a fire deck that you can kind of just like get online in one turn there's another card in the set called magma basin that basically makes Moltres happen so um to hit for 90 easily um so it's a great Easy card, especially if you're running Magma Basins to to fire up and get 90 quick damage and then only uh, make math hard for, uh, you know, opposing decks. If you're if you're running like, a I don't know, Entei's with it or Charizard's or Scorches or whatever mm -hmm. fire Pokemon you choose to add. Um, just a, I think it's a great card, not something you're going to build around, but you're something you're going to keep in, and use in decks. Oh, for sure. Uh, OK, so Inferno Wing. Um, like you already kind of said with the with the whole hoopa, um, the cool thing is, like, you're probably going to play him in a one prize deck or a two prize deck, like you said with Charizard's 
um, with Entes, with with baby Leon Zards potentially. Um, there's not a lot of VMAX Pokemon, like three prizers that you're going to. So a lot of like games, early game, um, you want to just set up some math um, to take a, you know, a, a two shot. And that 90 damage um, oftentimes is going to be that. Um, so you can, you know, Magma Base into this attached to your, your next Pokemon that you're going to bring up um, to try to take the 2K or the two, the two hit knockout. And you're just softening it up for a one prizer. Um, and it's very consistent early game just to get that attached with the Magma Basin, jump up, hit. Um, so I think it's going to be a card that you definitely want to keep a four of. Uh, like you said, not going to be meta-defining like BDIF or anything like that, but it is a card that will find its way into plenty of decks, um, fire decks, um, just to do that math fixer or maybe take a cheeky KO on a like a Sobble or a Chinchino or something like that, that maybe your opponent's getting stuck. So it, it can take one of those supporters um, and maybe cheese you a winner, win or two just early game. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a card like a Hoopa is its best, best comparison um, because it's just a, a very efficient card. So while it may not like, it may like spike here at the release of brilliant stars, it may fade, but then if you ever like, build a deck like that fire deck it might come back too like it right. just it it's a, a nice attack for 90 damage right there so good card keep it around keep those pre-release promos right yep all right so that was a pretty good card um we don't always get a really good card on random card madness yeah. so um good was... job there chuck do you want to jump into trivia now it is it is time for trivia. It's time for trivia. Trivia. I will ask the first question and I have a doozy. It's a it's kind of like a two-parter. Do you? Right. I'm in trouble because yeah. you know my I'm not I'm not great with the lore. So let's see if I can get this. It's it's not lore. This is TCG related and more of like, I don't know, stats based, I guess. Okay. So my question is. Because it's two parters. Do you know the largest Pokemon set printed? Can you name it? I mean, it has to be Fusion Strike, right? Fusion Strike had way too many. I I, I feel like before we started playing, the sets were reasonable, and I think since we've progressively started playing, um, they get bigger and bigger. So my guess would be Fusion Strike. Fusion Strike is the correct answer. It is the okay. largest set printed. So, but that was kind of the easy part. So now I want to know what is the smallest set printed? And there's kind of like a caveat here. You, you can decide whether you want to allow subsets or not. And subsets are things like uh, Champion's Path. Or... Yeah, no, no, no subsets because those are all just mini sets. Okay. Uh, okay. Is this at least give me this? Is it has to be something before Sword and Shield, correct? Oh yes, yes. Oh yes. Okay. Um, this is just a complete stab in the dark, um, because I didn't play really competitive Pokemon until right before when it was um, Cosmic Eclipse. I'm just gonna say Jungle. No. That is incorrect. That is close. Was but it base set? Uh, nope. It was fossil. 
Oh man, <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> can you can you guess the largest, the smallest set that that including subsets? Guess that. What do you think is the smallest set if you included all of those subsets? Um, celebrations. Uh, no. There's something smaller than like the, what twenty five cars. Think movie. Oh, Detective Pikachu. There you go. <laughs> No, that was there's actually one. there's actually 50 if because you include the, the the new cards the the re, the the reprints of the old stuff right in celebrations right well no that was a good one i i got it like said i give myself a 75 out of that <laughs> yeah yeah you did pretty good uh jungle was pretty close um our chat has told us that uh fossil only had two more cards than jungle so you were pretty darn close. Oh, so close. Um, Dang. <laughs> so hopefully that was a better trivia question than last week. I heard some some grumbles from our listeners that I had a bad you, trivia you, question. You, you asked it really. It, you confused me, and I think you might have <laughs> confused people listening. Um, yeah. Not with this one, though. This one was a, was a clean one for sure. All right. Good. All right. So going on to mine. Um, don't cheat in the chat here. Um, let Chuck try to figure it out here. Um, but we're going to play Guess That Pokemon This Ability Goes To. Um, it is standard legal, standard legal per the use. Simeon. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep throwing answers out. I'm not going to let you know. Um, ability. Tempting tune. Wow. This cricket tune. Isn't it cricket tune? It's got to be cricket tune. Is that your final answer? I can't look at the chat. Chat's Don't gonna... look at the chat and I'm about to pull it up. Um, it's uh, all right. Part of me is like, it's got to be cricket tune because tempting tune. But then I was like, that's too obvious, right? Um, it's it's like knuckle punch with pukey muku, right? Um, I'm trying to make some fun ones. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna throw out a, a weird Pokemon. I'm gonna go with Exploud. That's my final answer. All right. You can look at the screen now. <laughs> well, I'm on a delay, so I'm not going to be able to see it. Right. Uh, so, no, it is Altaria. <laughs> Alt oh, that's the new Altaria. That's the new one, it? the good one. Uh. <laughs> so, Altaria, tempting tune. Once during your turn, you may search your deck for a supporter card. Supporter card, reveal it. Uh, then shuffle your deck. Then put this card on top of on top of it so this is the card um that hasn't seen a lot of love um but does have some synergy with the orangaroo um that put, takes a card off the top of your deck and then puts the uh, one random card from your deck um on top of your um deck to, as a kind of a swap um so pretty good ability maybe after we're losing um the inteleon engine um you might see this more often it so there's some potential for this this card to actually start seeing some play um, but there's always been that potential. It's just like right on the cusp. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good card. I it it's a good card. Um, just uh, whether you can make use of it or not. So, right. um, we've been playing a lot of GLC locally, and I've been thinking about doing a dragon deck, and that might go in it. So. Well, if you're playing a dragon deck, yeah, you need to have this Altaria in there for sure. All right. All right. Well, that is now, it for trivia. Yeah, and now is when we usually break to talk with Turtwig about our current week's meta. 
Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to Turtwig Talks The Meta. This is your host, Ryan, otherwise known as ry for gaming I am joined by none other than the best starter of all time, Turtwig. This week, we have 15 tournaments, 1,247 deck plays, and 3,358 matches to cover this week. Without further ado, let's get into those top 8s. Starting off, Jolteon and Darkbox both had 11 top 8s this week. Next, Rapid Strike Urshifu had 13 top 8s. Gengar had 15 top 8s. And at the top, no one would have guessed it, Mew Genesect with 29 top 8s. That's it for the top 8s this week. Now, let's look into those boring meta numbers. Decks that had over a 50% win rate this week were Mew Genesect, Darkbox Inteleon, Urshifu Inteleon, and Zacian. Notable changes to Jolteon Inteleon, Darkbox Inteleon, Duraludon, and Zacian. Jolteon was down this week by about 3.5%. That's bad for the Jolteon players and good for all the single prize deck players. That means Jolteon is sitting at a 48% win rate, so below 50%. All single prize decks and water decks can rejoice. Next, Darkbox Inteleon was up in win percentage by 5.6% this week. That is great for everyone except for Mew. Mew does not like seeing Darkbox Inteleon have over a 50% win rate because that means it's coming for you, Mew Genesect. Duraludon has an increase in win percentage by about 4%. That means that all these special energy decks are having a hard time dealing with Duraludon and Duraludon's sitting around a 49.5% win percentage so we're sitting pretty close to 50%. So Duraludon's just on the cusp of the good win percentage. I'd say Duraludon's having a good week this week. Next, Zacian is up in win percentage by 7% this week. That is leaving it at a 52, almost 53% win percentage for the week. That means that Joshua Sutherland played in a few more tournaments. I would like to give some appreciation to our local group at Heroes Inc. Comics by shouting out the winner of our Thursday locals. This week, Adam won with his Umbreon Urshifu deck. Now time for the wins of the week. These decks all won a single tournament. Those being Umbreon Urshifu, Rapid Strike Inteleon, Rapid Strike Malamar, Ice Rider, and Duraludon. These decks all won two tournaments this week. Rapid Strike Urshifu, Mew Genesect, Jolteon, Gengar, and Darkbox Inteleon. Now, Turtwig worked hard on getting all this data ready just for you. So if you could let us know on Twitter at RY4Gaming your thoughts on this week's report. That does it for this week's Turtwig Talks the Meta. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers. And back to the cast. All right, and we're back. Another great meta report. And a quick edit. Uh... I brought up that I wanted to play Altaria in GLC and there's no Swablu Altaria or Dragon Swablu. So it's it's impossible to play Altaria in a GLC. Right. So in a in a dragon deck. So yeah. Get wrecked. Uh, uh, you can't you can't just, have draw some wrecked dragons. Yeah. <laughs> um don't quote me on that. I've edited it in the same po- podcast. But now let's go to, to the news. Let's get let's get into the news. Right. So big story first. Let's get the sad news out of the way. Sad news first, yes. Um, so League Cups, League Challenges are officially nada, canceled for right. the rest of this season. Um, 
I mean, for me, I was, I'm just happy. They finally said it. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's all. Like, it's just like, I've been waiting for them and I'm just happy. They just finally just said, okay, yeah, it's not happening. Right. Uh, one way or another, I just want to know the news. Um, good, bad, or ugly. It's always just good to have that peace of mind. Um, I get why they do, they're doing it. They're um, probably thinking as far as organized play, there's no real way to regulate um, to the standards they want to hold. Um, and it's well within their rights to do that. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, like their state, like Florida, um, that, you know, play by their own rules and they're going to say, hey, we're not going to abide by this. So Pokemon kind of just said no to the bigger event there. But I, can, I think that was kind of like a precursor of things to come for League Cups and everything like that. Um, like you said, I'm just glad that we know now um, it puts us uh, people like me and you in a really tough spot if we're trying to make worlds because now yeah. it is solely um, on those regional events uh, and the international events. So there's a lot of pressure on us to win. And even if we do, we still have to win and then do it again um, just to try to get those points. So it's more of a maybe a feeling out season for us now. Yeah. Um, I mean, my plan doesn't change. I was gonna planning. I was always planning on winning internationals anyway. Right. So right. <laughs> no, uh, it's just it is like it. It kind of does take a little bit of maybe the the pressure of that like like this grind that we're about to do. Like I'm I'm not worried about that anymore. Um, but I still want to go out and give my best shot at the regionals because if right. if you can if we can do well, which I feel like I'm a good trading card game player even though right. i haven't competed in pokemon um if we can do well and repeat performances then i mean we got an outside shot and you know everyone can be a home run hitter every now and then so correct yeah that's kind of how it is like the pressure is a little bit off now it's just like these regionals and the internets are our worlds um and we don't have to worry about you know maybe flying out to london or anything like that yeah. Um, but still being able to get the opportunity to uh, meet, you know, friends that we've had uh, that we've met through the, the podcast, through, you know, Twitter and all that good stuff. Um, so very, very excited still for that. Um, and just kind of relieved that they announced it. And we kind of know what the next year is going to look like when it goes uh, when it comes to Pokemon. Yeah, I mean. It is what it is, right? So we'll we'll go there um the next bit of exciting news um is that the beta will be for pokemon tcg live mm -hmm. will be going live in canada was that the end of this week no it's literally in a couple hours uh, on oh. the 22nd so we're recording on monday it's the 21st yeah, yeah. so everybody in canada has a couple hours until they can go live on ptcgl you guys got you guys canadians gotta let me know how how it is right so there, there's a lot of positives there um they have access to it and they're gonna you know try to work out some bugs and all that um but i did hear some rumblings if say a player from canada has already made a team on the team challenge on ptcgo um and then they they transfer their account over they will now now no longer be eligible to compete for the store that they have um, won their spot in. So there is a drawback there. Now, again, they don't have to transfer their account over to get access to play um, like the beta version, I believe. 
I think they still can play at a limited capacity just to give it a, a shot um, and see how that, that is going. Um, but it is a little bit sad news for those Canadians that we're really looking forward to um, giving, giving the app a, a, a real test drive. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was kind of curious how they were going to do this because uh, when they announced team challenges and they were going forward with, and there was like no mention of live in any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, Oh, well, live's going to be a while then in my eyes, because you, you're not going to force people to choose, but apparently they're going to force people to choose. So uh, it, I mean, that's cool. Uh, I, mean, I mean, if you can still try it out and not transfer your account, but maybe just like kind of do a new account, get some cards, mm-hmm. play some, de- like give the client like a run, see how it, it, it operates um, and, and plays and then um, still be able to operate your, your, your team challenge tournaments and just hope uh, just transfer it over when you're done. Right. And, and for those players that made the team challenge again, with the, the news that league cups are canceled um, besides from the big regional events, um, this is what we got to play for right now. So I know a lot of those guys don't want to give up those spots. So um, we might yeah. not get the exact um, test that we wanted to hear about but still um it's still a step in the right direction what is it a couple weeks ago months ago um we were kind of conceding that we weren't going to see this until what later this year um Mm -hmm. so it is a step in the right direction um that we are going to get ptcgl um hopefully near future yeah hopefully in the near future um canada give get all them bugs out let us let them know um one uh Moving on to the next item, unless you had anything else you wanted to say on live. No? Nope. All right. Um, I wanted to throw out another um, plug here for our uh, Camp Souls tournament, charity tournament. Right. Coming up on March 26th. Um, Registration is open. The link is in our show notes. Um, I'll throw it in chat here in a second, too. But... The link is in show notes if you want to sign up and get registered. Uh, we got more sponsorship items in uh, from Dragon Shield now. So we got a bunch of Dragon Shield she- she- sleeves yes. that, uh, that are going to be pulled into the prizes. Um, we've got some Pokemon product from local stores pulling in as well that are going to be um, prizes that are going to be raffled away or one throughout our tournament. So sign up. All the money goes to a great cause in helping kids go to camp. So like I said, registration's open. Sign up. Yeah. Again, uh, just another awesome live live event um, to play some Pokemon uh, for a good cause and potentially get some really good prizes out there um, from, you know, Dragon Shield to... Um, some custom art pieces to even some car, uh, some cards and many, many more prizes. So yeah, please do sign up and hopefully we'll see you there and uh, have some good games. Yeah. Um, and then another plug, I believe in two weeks, not this Friday, but the Friday after next. Yes. We, we might have some battling being done. Yes, um, like I've, I've mentioned before, um, but in the past, I've, I've done a, a 
box battle open with Gumi from Oregon Pokemon. Um, and as that goes off, I know she yells at me for every time, so I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I will get that fixed eventually, please. So one day somebody remind me. Um, but yeah, so we basically just do a card battle and loser of like av after every three packs actually gets punished. So having to like eat raw wasabi or drink pickle juice or do squats while the other person opens all their packs, that person may or may not go quick or slower. Uh, depending on seeing how if they need to do more squats um, but it's 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 fun just to kind of see people get challenged and, and get punished um, for not pulling well uh, and judged off of chuck's luck <laughs> in the pre-releases you might be drinking a lot of pickle juice my friend oh yeah that is the thing um brilliant stars packs have not been generous to me so uh, i'm a little bit more scared because i know pickle <laughs> juice is an item and that literally makes me queasy smelling it. Right. So uh, I'm not looking forward to that. No, it, I am. Uh, even if I get punished, I'm at this point, I'm a pro. I've already had to do the wasabi and the pickle juice, um, although I, it is gross. <laughs> I am we'll, we'll super I am super excited for the event because I've got to watch you do these last uh, the last couple that you've done. And they always I'm laughing the whole time and like i've said i've always wanted to do one with you guys because it looks like so much fun right so i am super excited on that front as am i all yeah, right i think that's gonna do for our news um yep. and we're gonna jump into the main topic of the day um and talk a little bit about the battle region cards that were kind of announced now we did get some last week but there were a number of cards um that we did not get to see um going into or from we did not see last week um so we do have more talk uh, more to talk about and more to theory craft about um i know we kind of talked about this a little bit beforehand chuck did were there any specific cards that you wanted to talk about um i i mean i'm sure we're gonna have a lot of kind of like duplicates and then right. there's some that like I went through and then like I like I got excited about again because I know we've talked about Starmie before. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 you take the first one. I got to okay. scroll through and find out okay. the one that I wanted to talk about first because the first one I came across is just like a side note that I wanted to bring up. But All I right. can't remember. Go ahead. So there was another, well, what were these ones called again? The... Um, the, the the diamond ones um, the sparkling the sparkling yeah the sparkling so we got sparkling heatran um, is a basic fire pokemon um, it has one attack and one sparkling rule um, so so the sparkling rule is you can't uh, or i guess that's on all of them you can't have more than one sparkling pokemon in your deck um, so very much a lot like uh, prism stars although if these get knocked out um, there is no loss zone for them, so they can go back into your hand if you have like an ordinary rod or something to that effect. Um, but maybe this one will pair with the Magma Basin and having double colorless energy too, um, potential for this guy. So for a fighting and two colorless, um, uh, regain bomber, this attack does 70 damage times the number of damage counters on this Pokemon. So again, we said with... Um, with the magma basin um, you're you're putting damage here 
um, with the acceleration. Um, and if, if you do that maybe a couple times, uh, you're, you're gonna be potentially doing a lot more damage um, for each damage counter. So um, although it might be easily sniped, um, yeah, this, this is a card that may see some play. Is it gonna be super meta? Probably not, um, but what's your, what's your feelings here on our meat dog? Um, I really, that was one of the ones I kind of wanted to talk about, but I couldn't remember how much we talked about him. Um, we did not. <laughs> we did not. I, I like it. Um, the one thing I've learned is it's not too hard to recover Pokemon. Um, that's mm -hmm. the one thing about like the sparkling Pokemon that is kind of neat is you can only have one in your deck. But they're not like Prism Stars where they go to a loss zone and you can't kind of recover them. Right. They just get discarded like normal. So you can recover Heatran after he gets knocked out and, and maybe do it again. Um, right. So, I mean, we've seen this, this type of attack and this ability like get, get used in, in a lot smaller of a multiplier. Right. So all you're doing is making it a little easier to get to the numbers you need to take KOs. Um, the trick is now you only have one of these cards in the deck that can do it. So you're going to have to probably pair it with some other stuff. But uh, the attack cost isn't a, a bad because it's a Magma Basin and a DTE, as I'm, as I'm trying to uh, get coin in now, uh, right. attach away from just going drop attach go and and you're doing 140 or if you have more ways to get damage counters on them right so uh and another one that i was thinking of that this uh this card might go in is the dawn fan uh that smacks energy um to or smacks damage to his own bench um so again you're gonna have even more multipliers there uh, yep. so if you're doing that on top of magma base and you're really charging them up and having 160 hp just base um not including having a cape the a cape of toughness um for additional damage um this is very like is it, this is a card that might see uh, some success even with uh making those kind of decks work yeah um I, anything that uses that earthquake attack that that mm -hmm. kind of like throws damage down on your on your bench i don't think you even need a cape of toughness on him because if you four damage counters is uh 280 damage so uh, there's no point in getting to the whatever right 20 damage counters would be i mean that's a ridiculous amount of damage that's true um <laughs> so uh it's just uh, the multiplier is is there and ripe for the taken to be kind of like exploited a little bit right and then i would love to see that uh this in uh with with uh with that deck playing against like a Jolteon, daring them to hit you because <laughs> yeah. they hit you down one. And that's just a Oko right there. It's like, thanks, yeah. thanks, bro. Uh, you're just now dead. <laughs> yeah, you, you got you to, gotta, if you want to hit that with Jolteon, you got to get 60 damage on it to, for, before you start, before and then attack it, not do that in one, you got to do all that in one turn. Right. So no, there's, there's the sky's the limit there. Again, maybe not going to set the, the world on fire. Uh, but definitely a card that should see some play um, in some fun decks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's one grass Pokemon I wanted to bring up since All we right. kind of jumped over them. Um, if you just want to scroll up a little bit, I, I only wanted to bring it up and mention because Vile the Vile Plume. Um, I wish that, I wish it's the third card down, but 
the second attack, it has an attack for um, grass colors, colors, allergy storm, 90 damage. Now, mm -hmm. I don't think this card's going to be great, but what I'm liking is like the, the idea of this. So if you, you flip a coin, if your, your opponent can't play any supporter cards from their hand during their next turn, and if tails, they can't play any item cards from their hand during the next turn. This isn't going to work because it's on a stage two. It's only 90 damage and it's going to be really hard to like continuously make work. Right. But what I like is that thought. And I wish they would put that attack, maybe make it a little bit better just so you're kind of kind of like, you know, prevent the boss for a turn or, or something like that. It doesn't even have to do damage, but if there's a way that you can stall out certain parts of your deck, because I don't really want to stall stall, but right like a like a normal stall deck would be but just something that you can buy yourself a turn for right That's, um <laughs> that, that kind of mechanic i'm looking for basically like a comeback mechanic i like the idea of that i mean we did see an old vile plume correct that kind of was maybe a little stronger um just mm -hmm. shutting abilities off um whenever you're just able to shut your opponent down and stop them from doing whatever they want it or whatever they're trying to do to get to their win condition um, mm -hmm. is always a good thing. So like you said, comeback mechanic, um, not hundred percent sure what kind of archetype it fits into hundred percent right now. I mean, yeah. there is a potential for some kind of stall uh, mill deck or something to that effect that this uh, will have. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know. Like vile plume doesn't really sit in there. I just going through this list. There's just like one that I was like, I really like the idea of this attack. Right, but just not on this Pokemon and not the way, like a hundred percent the way it's executed. Right, but there I was, wish that was. I wish that was more on a basic because maybe not a basic, maybe a stage one. But right. I like the coin flip. But either way, it still does something. But maybe you're not stopping what you want them to stop. The turn, you know. It, I just like the idea of that mechanic. Right. Um, the next card I want to talk about is up on the screen here. It's the Husuian Basculin. Um, and it's really only, it's, it's not even for the evolution line. It's not for the, the attack that hurts. So this is another Pokemon um, that can kind of play the same rule as like, um, what is it? anything we call for family, right? Um, mm -hmm. that, but the difference is um, those, those call for family cards, like the Chinchino, like the, like the um, Drizzles, um, sorry, um, this one is a, colorless or it's a free attack so there is no attack cost so you don't have to waste your energy um to call for family you're just gonna um schooling search your deck for up to two basic pokemon and put them uh, onto your bench so it's 100 free um you can focus on putting energy elsewhere on the turn going first um so i do think this card will see a good bit of play it doesn't even need its um you know its its evolution line or anything like that i think it's just a solid enough card um for that early game pokemon search to end your turn if you're going first yeah uh, i like that as well um the, it's any basic so you can grab these you could grab single other single prizers um there's no restrictions on typing either so it's literally just you bench this in any deck and if you want to you can go get two pokemon without having to commit an energy to it correct all right um yeah so i mean not a lot to say about it other than heck yeah, yeah it's free um to then it doesn't need to you know spend an energy uh do you have another one do we just want to kind of keep do going back want, and forth 
we can go back and forth. I, I mean, do we want to talk a little bit about Greninja? Just bring him up because yeah. I think he's he's another great card. Um, bring him up because like, yeah, yeah, bring him yeah, up. Yeah, just because of that ability uh, as well. Once during your turn, you may discard an energy card from your hand, then draw two cards. Concealed card is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another sparkling uh, Pokemon, so you can only have one in your deck, but um, just a little added draw. Doesn't matter where he is on the on on the field, whether he's active or bench. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he comes with an attack, uh, water, water, colorless. Discard two energy from this Pokemon and do ninety damage to your two of your opponent's Pokemon. So I mean that's ninety snipe. I mean that's pretty good amount of damage for sniping. Um, that kills Drizzles. If you I, that, that could kill two Drizzles. So um, the, the 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 energy cost is the maybe like uh, if you can get that energy on him to actually do that but uh you'll be definitely using it while he's on your bench yeah again like you said anytime you draw cards um it's always a good thing when especially when it's free on an ability um helping with that consistency and the attack is not going to be a, a world beater attack um but still a serviceable attack that you can probably get up and running there's plenty of water acceleration out there um so that card is going to see play um, and I think maybe it's not the strongest of the, the sparkling Pokemon at the moment, um, but still, I mean, I think that that card art right there um, in and of itself is probably the coolest looking one. Uh, it, and I know I'm going to be hunting this card for sure. It is definitely uh, pretty cool that all of the sparkling Pokemons are actually the shiny variants as well right. in the art form. Right. Um, actually, I, I didn't I, even I, notice that. That's a, that's a good call on your part. I, um, I am, I'm, I would actually put that in ice rider right now. Like right. I would slip, I would slip one of them there because that's one of the weird things. Like if you like getting the water energy, it's just another added out to it. Um, and then you could just Melanie right after this. So then you've drawn five cards for, <laughs> and attached an energy all in right. one turn. Right. So, I mean, if you play Melanie, you definitely kind of want a Greninja in your deck. I mean, that means you're playing a V Pokemon with him, but um, definitely like that's a combo right there because that, that equals five cards plus an attached acceleration of an energy. Correct. So. Not even counting uh, any other cards that you may be drawing uh, with that. So again, um, really good card for that, for that ability. All right, moving All right. on to the next, and this one I'm excited for. Um, and that is Hisuian Typhlosion V-Star. Uh, we're not going to talk about the V. <laughs> I think the V is basically very basic, just like most Vs are. Um, but this was my starter pick in, in um, Legends of Arceus. Uh, and I'm super, super psyched that this is actually a really good playable card, in my opinion, at least. Um, so it has uh, two attacks. One is a V-Star power attack and one is a regular attack. So we're going to start off with the first attack it has for two psychic and a colorless hollow flame, 180 damage, put three damage counters on your opponent's bench Pokemon in any way you like. Um, Again, placing damage counters goes underneath things like Manaphy. So Manaphy will not be stopping this. Um, a very serviceable attack. You're basically two-shotting anything and also um, softening the bench up. So, again, probably not world-beater attack, but still pretty solid. But I think the reason you want to play this card 
is for the second attack or the V-Star power attack. So we got um, the shadow roster. And if, I'm sorry, if your opponent's active Pokemon has four damage counters on it, um, it is knocked out. So you just uh, go to attack it. It has four damage counters on it. So you're already potentially softening it up with the, the three um, damage counters from the previous attack. Maybe a Zigzagoon ping. And then you boss something up and Oko. Um, so pretty strong attack, in my opinion. I think this card actually has a lot of synergy with Dragapult. Because Dragapult has that attack um, where... It does 132 the active, plus you place five damage counters um, to the bench Pokemon in any way you like. So you could do that for two psychic energies, set up something on the on the bench, right? Uh, and mm -hmm. then gust that up and then just switch them out. And for one psychic energy attach, um, you're taking a knockout. That could be a full health VMAX. Uh, that could be an Eternatus. That could be whatever with with. Um, mods to you know defensive buffs it still doesn't matter if it has the damage counters on it bam it's dead so what what's your thoughts on typhlosion that the four is not that hard of a number to get to I mean, mm -mm. it's a little tricky i mean i'm not saying it's easy uh you're talking about two inteleon pings you're talking about uh uh two in, an inteleon and two zigzagoons you're talking about setting something up um with a with a dragapult or or lining that up with his own attack and a zigzagoon and then right. at, when you have four on him you're just you're just like looking at him like that card could leave at any moment so it's it's kind of not hard but like cool at the same time like that v-star will always be in effect and will kind of even change the way your opponent may play around things um just because of that right I also was I when they when they first spoiled these because they um, I'm sure we'll talk about Samurott later because they ha they have a Samurott that has the V Star power that you put just put four damage counters on it as an ability right and I was like why did they just break the game because I was like you can just do that and I was like oh they're both V Star powers never mind right <laughs> play testing works guys play testing works but sometimes no, it works right <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I thought they broke the game for a second because I was like he's just gonna take a Three, three prizes every game but no right uh, not like that but i I, th I think that ability is going to be i think typhlosion is going to be a good card and that ability is going to be that attack uh is going to be awesome i already have a soft spot in my heart from from you know playing legends of arceus for typhlosion um but again like i said this might make dragapult relevant again and anything that can do that um is 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 golden by me i i'm so looking forward to trying this out with dragapult if it works maybe maybe not um but at least it gives me that spark where i was like yes let's let's test this deck out i cannot wait yeah um i want to i'm up next right yes you're up next all right i want to talk about just a little bit farther down diancy yep that was the next one on my list for sure this one is so, busted um ability uh you're playing this for its ability because uh, as long as this, it's Princess Curtain, as long as this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, whenever your opponent plays a supporter card from your hand, prevent all effects of that card done to your bench, benched basic Pokemon. So I love this card and I hate it because there's too many restrictions on it. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't think it would be broken if it just prevented effects to all of your Pokemon. Because you're basically having, you're basically saying, look, you have to kill Diancie this turn. Right. I just, I would, I would not mind that in a Pokemon in general. Um, personally, that could be like a good sparkling Diancie. But um, I love that ability. If you're playing deck with basic Pokemon, like it, it might be clutch a lot. Yeah. So I want to pair that card with another card that kind of just kind of goes with it. So I think that card is um, busted, especially if you're trying to like win, like find a boss for something or you're trying to draw, say, say there are a couple cards here that you, you're trying to draw into cards, right? Um, yeah. And one of them is canceling Cologne here. So your opponent's active Pokemon have no abilities until the end of their turn, including Pokemon that move from the active spot or move to the active spot um, during this turn. Uh, so again, now you're not able to play supporter cards. And if you had an ability to potentially draw cards, now you can't do that either. Huh. You're, you're getting locked um, out of things. So I think Stahl has a really, really good chance to come back with the, the two, uh, those two cards in particular, also having this, this Roxanne's card um, in combination with that. Um, you can only, again, this is late game, we're assuming, right? Uh, so Dancy's out there. You play the Cologne. Um, then you play Roxanne. Or, yep, so Roxanne, you can only play this card if you have three or less prize cards left. Um, so both players shuffle their hands into their decks, and then uh, you draw six, and your opponent draws two. So, nice. again, the combination of those three cards can really lock your opponent out of the game and make it very, very hard for them to, to come back. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been. It's one of the well, no, it's one of the things I've kind of said on and off. I haven't really like ranted about it on on the cast at all. But um, I wish there was just like like some sort of boss protection, weird card that would kind of just like you can protect yourself from being bossed because there really isn't. And I get why I've I've come around to the school of thought that boss is a necessity. So. I'm not oh, welcome to the club. It's about time. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not like ban boss. We we don't. We don't need it. Um, <clears throat> I get why it's there, but I would just like a little bit of a way to play around it in in a way that you know, like to get out of a checkmate mm -hmm. that requires being bossed. That's all. Right. Right. There. There's. Yeah. There's plenty there. Um, there's a lot of really good, uh, that's a really good combination. Again, um, something that we haven't seen a lot of recently. So I think having another kind of win condition um, in kind of disruption is kind of welcome. And that's weird for me to say uh, because there's just so much, uh, you know, just straightforward thinking. But I think it, it does open up the meta um, to have to respect plenty of different kind of archetypes. And that's just one card that does it. All right, did you want to get the next since I kind of stole your thunder with the two uh, trainers there? Uh, you, you can. I mean, well, that's all right. Uh, but I can't I can't talk about the next one because I just scrolled down a little bit and we saw the, the next sparkling card on just hot take on sparkling Halucha. It's going to be in a lot of very, uh, a lot of, maybe a lot of decks. If VMAXes still become a thing, sparkling Halucha will be in decks still until they're kind of not a thing right um so 
I don't I don't know if you want to say anything else more than that. I mean, it's just it's just another, you know, extra damage to put on there. So you got that 30 plus you have the the belt, which I always forget the choice belt. Um, So that right there is 60 extra damage, uh, not including any other damage buffs that you're going to put on um, your opponent's Pokemon V max. So I think this is like the start of seeing those V max really kind of fall off the map. Um, They're still going to be played because they're still super strong. Um, but you know, the addition of that plus a couple other cards, um, really, really will hurt the, um, yeah, viability of those VMAX decks. But really, they're really coming for VMAXs with that card, I think. Right. One of many. All right. So we've got Hasuian Decidueye, um, another card to talk about because it's another V star Pokemon. This is my yeah. starter of choice in Legends. Well, of then you know what? If it was your starter, I'm not that you go for it. You take uh, your Decidueye. Because actually, I, I don't like Decidueye, but we... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, to be you know completely honest, I didn't know that it was going to be a Decidueye form. Um, in, in general, uh, when I was playing Arceus, I totally didn't like get a spoiler on that. So when he evolved from Dartrix to the Decidueye in the game, I was like, whoa. That's different, and uh, he's pretty cool, um, so I like it. Now, right. to the card, uh, the V, um, pretty cool. Um, search your deck for two cards, um, kind of Cramorant kind of-esque effect right. for a bird. I guess it's a bird thing. Um, and then the point-blank shot um, just kind of hits through effects. Um, funny that it can, like, kill its counterpart. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, then the V star is what I think everyone's going to be talking about. Um, so the attack somersault feather um, is going to be kind of neat because you can amp it up. Uh, so it does 160 damage, but then you may discard up to three energy cards from your hand. And this attack does 30 more damage for each energy card you discarded this way. So if you can just kind of like, you know, Get some energy in your hand. Doesn't have to be fighting. Any energy cards work. Right. Um, and then just, you know, drop what you need up to three to do enough damage because you can do up to 90 more damage right. to do 250. Yeah, 250. And again, we were just talked about um, the Halucha plus the Choice Belt. So 250 plus, you know, additional potentially 60. That's, a, that's 310 damage. Um, that's a mu v max right there full full health mu v max so there is a lot of versatility in there um, with that attack and options um, again trying to get stuff in the discard pile also may help with uh, with this too if you're discarding those energies um, going forward with other cards that might um, accelerate yeah so uh, we didn't really mention it yet because every v star has a v star power mm-hmm. so uh, it has a pretty cool power and an ability um, during your turn. Uh, it's called Winds and Cloud Star. Um, during your turn, you may draw cards from your deck until you have eight cards in hand. Right. Um, now, this is pretty cool. Uh, not going to lie. Uh, I mean, you might find this in other decks just to draw the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a really good V-Star ability. Um, that's just, it's really like, neat to see like how people are going to weigh these abilities that you can only do once per game 
So. Yeah, and I love that that some of them, like some of them, are attacks, some of them are abilities, um, and it really could just opens up the game of Pokemon um, a lot, like GX attacks did back in the day uh, before they were like all just super game winning moves. There were a lot that were attacks to draw cards um, or anything like that. Uh, and a lot of those early GX era saw a lot of play, uh, so I think you're gonna see you know, a variety of V-Star Pokemon out there for their power, if that's an attack and or an ability. Yeah. All right. So let's go on to the next one. Which one did I have highlighted here? I do not know how to say this guy's name. Um, Which one? Magnahi, the, the, the wolf. Oh, Mighty Ina. Okay. Mighty Ina. Yeah. So it's a dark Pokemon. Um, again, we're seeing a lot of psychic love right now. Um, so a lot of people may be speculating this is the, the end of Mew VMAX. Um, there have been plenty of cards already that tried to kind of take claim to that, but it is a stage one Pokemon with a hundred, a dark Pokemon with 110 HP, um, weak to grass, two energy for retreat cost. Um, it has an ability and a, and an attack. Um, so I think before we talk about the attack, we have to talk about the ability. Um, Hustlebark, if your opponent's um, if your opponent has any Pokemon Vmax in play, this Pokemon attack cost is three colorless less. So we've kind of seen this in other Pokemon before, um, but again, depending on the meta, this might be very very huge. Um, so let's go in to the attack, which is triple colorless. So again, if you're playing against a VMAX deck, you don't need to attach energy here and you're just attacking um, the attack. Um, wild tackle, 160 damage. This Pokemon does 50 damage to itself. So again, uh, Mew VMAX comes up. He has um, 310 HP. Um, so you're going to hit for 160 plus weakness. Um, so that is two, that's 100, or I'm sorry, 310 damage. So that is enough for an Oko on UV Max. Again, it is a stage one, so you do need to evolve it, but there are plenty of ways to guarantee you're doing that. And especially if you're playing against that Mew deck, I think it's pretty safe to say that this, this guy is going to see some play if we're seeing you um, in high numbers like we have been. Yeah, I mean, um, in general, that's just a great attack um, for 160. I mean, that could find itself in some dark box decks because if VMAXs are still in play, I mean, right. 160 for free is good. Right. Like, um, and like we've said I said earlier, recycling Pokemon is not that hard in the game, so you might be able to get it back and do it again. Um, I mean, this, this might be an Azora Arc deck too, right? Because yeah, it, <laughs> it might find its way in Azora Control, where you just like I've seen that, like I've seen people getting really hyped about Zora because there's a lot of stage ones that are worthwhile in certain in certain situations, and this is one where if you're an Azora Arc deck, I mean, you have it in the deck. And if you play VMAX, if you're playing against VMAXs, all right, this sucker is coming out to play. Right. If you're not, I mean, it's just going to stay in the discard pile. 
right? So, um, that's what Zoroark decks do. They they assess what they're playing against, and then they they start you know putting those guys in the discard pile, and then you know giving themselves options depending on what they're playing against. So again, um, this guy has a lot of potential to be in the meta. Yep. All right, you're up, my my good friend. All right. Um, I brought up Samurai earlier. Yes, but you didn't. You did. We didn't go into detail, so I didn't really go into detail. So I'm going to bring him up, right, a little bit more. So the V is uh, kind of standard. Um, if you uh, if tools become a huge thing, I mean, it's got a little little tool hate in it uh, for the zigzag drop. You can discard two Pokemon tools. Um, but we're going to want it for the V-Star. So for two dark, it has a pretty good attack. 110 yes. damage. Uh, it's called Merciless Blade. If your opponent's active Pokemon has any damage counters on it, this attack does 110 more damage. So you're a Zigzagoon Ping, which is also another dark Pokemon, or an Inteleon Ping, or a lot of decks that just want to damage themselves, aka fire decks and stuff like that you're doing 220 damage, which is a, actually 230 because you've already had a damage ping on it. So that's a good number um, in general. When you're talking choice belts, that's 260. Um, depending on the pings, you could be hitting 270, 280. So that's another good attacker. Right. It's just another dark uh, option uh, among many others so <laughs> yeah uh, and, and like you said the, the cost is not that expensive and when well, i brought up this ability earlier when we were talking about typhlosion uh it has a v-star power moon cutting star once during your turn you may put four damage counters on one of your opponent's pokemon mm -hmm. um there you go i mean there's damage counters right there so if you need to do that's 200 that if you need his attack to hit for max damage um that's 200 if you have a belt on him that's 290 damage yeah no that's a pretty good ability um i can see why you're like oh man it just uh it breaks the game if you put these two together with the samurai yeah. and the typhlosion maybe <laughs> one day we'll we'll get a card like a lieutenant surge-esque kind of thing saying you could use two <laughs> abilities and if you see that <laughs> be sure to put these two guys together because you can just yeah. go boom boom done you're 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 done son yeah. so um, no energy need, like one psychic energy needed that's it for a oko on anything <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah i don't think we're gonna ever actually see that maybe but probably not um but if we do again like you said like we said uh keep your eye out for that <laughs> all right so but by the way all those guys that uh, real quick all those people that loved uh adp your hoot hoot is a like seven sets too late right <laughs> That was actually what the, the card I was going to talk about next is. Oh, were, were you? I, I, I mean, it's not that, that, that I didn't, I don't think it matters that much at the moment, but um, that's just, I thought it was funny to bring that up. Right. No. So let's, let's get into Hoot Hoot. Um, he is a colorless basic Pokemon, 50 HP um, with a one attack and an ability weak to lightning for a one retreat cost. Um, so nothing special there as far as those. Um, but if you are going to play him, you're going to play him for his ability, his ability lockout, as long as this Pokemon is in play. So it does not have to be in your active. It could be on the bench too. energy attached to your bench or basic energies attached to your um, bench. Pokemon cannot uh, or can't 
be discarded by the effects of your opponent's items or supporters. I I thought it would be funny because all those crushing hammers on turn two for right, right. So uh, no crushing hammers. Um, maybe like again, if Muse still seeing play and you're seeing like this is very rogue idea here, but I'm just gonna throw it out there. Um, fan of waves is being played a lot of times to get those special energies off. Um, fan of waves again doesn't do anything to that. Um, so again, not really synergizing with Mew other than that. Um, but still, you know, gives decks an option if energy acceleration or energy denial or, or removal is going to be big. Yep. This is a pretty good one. Um, you don't ha- uh, you don't have to evolve it. It is a basic, so you just got to throw it on your bench. That's all you got to do. Yeah, um, so it's a good. it's a mana fee for your energy, your right. basic energy. Right. Um, the attack um, flap for twenty damage. Nothing to write okay. home about. Um, if you can win a game with that twenty damage, that'd be awesome. But. Uh, I'll send you Probably 20 not. bucks if you can win a game with right, flap. Right. You can't even put the new uh, color, double colorless on there because it's minus 20. Actually, minus 30, right? So No, it's 20. It's, it's minus 20. 20. Yeah, so you're actually doing no damage if you attach that. So um, still, uh, again, just a card to note. Yeah. Right. Your turn, since I, I was going to bring it up anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of, sorry, I, 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 I stole your thunder on that. It's okay. I just scra- I, I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but I scrolled past it and I thought that would be a funny joke to throw in. Um, the only other one I was going to talk about, uh, I, I was going to bring up Militank, um, basic Pokemon, colorless, uh, 110 HP uh, for the Miraculous Body ability. Prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks from your Pokemon, your opponent's Pokemon V. Um, and then, I mean, that kind of says itself. It does have an attack. Double colorless attack cost, kick about 10 plus damage. This attack does 20 more damage for each of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So uh sweet Kunesque attack that can do up to 110 damage. Um, but really you're playing it for that uh that block. Um V Pokemon are gonna be, I mean, popular. I mean, that's gonna stop V Stars as well. Yep, V's uh, V Stars, V Maxes, V Unions. Yeah. So uh, it's on a basic. So I mean, you see, you found your new wall Pokemon. You did, but, but like, I I feel like it's we need to bring it up while having these wall Pokemon. We've seen people like or Pokemon like Decidueye, like uh, Zamazenta, and and plenty of other Pokemon that stop these from doing damage. Um, there's just too many things currently. That either A, turn your ability off so you can just, just shoot through it anyways, or just ignore it anyways. Um, again, Mew's a deck. Mew would hit, hit right through this already um, with its uh, mirror, m- Melodious Mirror. I forget the attack name, but does 130, already takes it down. Um, so this, this ability would be nothing to deck like that. So I don't expect to see you s- or see this card um, in a lot of decks. I don't I don't expect the the blocking the, that walling effect to be uber popular either. Um, I think he probably will if if someone wants to make that archetype, I think that's the, the Pokemon to use now. But uh, I, I still don't see it being that popular. Right. All right. So we'll move on from there. Uh, Mill tank again gives you another option for walling off your opponent. 
Um, uh, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I was, I, I was gonna ask you if you had any more Pokemon you wanted to talk about. No more Pokemon. Just, just a couple trainers, and that is it for me. Okay. I'm gonna bring up one more. Okay. Just because if I didn't bring him up, I'd probably get yelled at by Ryan, our church wigger. <laughs> because uh, I have to bring up Cleaver because we have a stupid deck idea that I think is going to be good. So I'm a huge fan of the attack raid. So, you know, raid is usually on a Pokemon. It's on uh, Burmy or the evolution of Burmy that you use in pre-releases, usually doing about 130 damage because you get 90 more when you evolve. Mm. That's usually the trick. As you evolve it, you do extra damage. Usually, And it's usually around 120, 130. So Cleaver is an evolution of Scyther. And Cleaver has an attack, um, Lumberjack Hack. So you flip two coins. If both are heads, your opponent's active Pokemon is knocked out. No damage, just straight KO, um, like Typhlosion, but you don't have no requirements. You just, the only requirement is you have to flip heads twice. Right. So the whole deck idea that this is about is you run Cleaver, a Cleaver, and then you have your Scythers, and then you run raid scoop up legends and you have the devil's gambit um of your opponent if your opponent feeds you a three prizer you evolve it to cleaver and you roll the dice and you hopefully get takeout you get a knockout if they give you a single prizer you go to raid and you hopefully get a knockout there and keep keep them on their toes you're like oh crap they're still taking prizes right so then and then you just use scoop up net and you keep 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 keeping keep it on keep it on yeah, you keep that devil's dilemma of uh, what do I send up to attack with? And then hopefully you take more prizes, just like the game says, you take six prizes before they do. Right. <laughs> right. So so another thing with this cleaver, you could also put the double colorless energy. Um, minus 20 doesn't mean anything because you just take KO. Um, yep. So it doesn't take much to do that. Um, and then with like Glimwood Tangle, you're really trying to edge your bets there to get two heads. Um, so it's not out of the realm of possibility yeah, you're, I, that you'll hit this. Don't um, get me wrong. It's a lot of luck. But right. when even if you miss it once, and if you can try it again the second turn and yeah. get it, you're still trading favorably. Yeah, if you're, if you're a single prize deck, yeah, you're still potentially trading uh, you know, favorably. Um, I wouldn't say you'd ever bring this to like a regional style event because no. um, no. you probably just lose. Um, unless you're running super hop, this is a deck, um, you know, archetype that you would bring to locals if you're feeling lucky, if you're feeling hot, um, and then just want to flip some coins. So if you want the deck would be fun, parties. and then you'd be like, oh, I just o code, I just o code your V max that's full health with buffs. That's that's kind of what you're trying to go for is that that wow moment. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 gonna be you're gonna see this in a video. You've played 100 games, you've lost 80. Uh, 98 of them and then you're going to have a highlight reel of two two games right so yeah i mean we've all played the whale whale lord deck um flipping three heads like i said before um is and you needed all three of those to typically take out a big v max so it's it's actually higher percentage that you'll hit two uh, and <laughs> then you're going to hit three and it's always fun to see you know those times that you do hit uh yeah. for for damage there or so, for so automatic ko yeah, sorry for the the jank tank uh, diversion, but <laughs> wrong uh, podcast, I, wrong yeah, podcast. <laughs> I had to, <laughs> I had to uh, bring that up. I would be remiss if we did skipped Cleaver on this list. 
Right. No, I mean, it's definitely worth bringing up. All right. So the next one I want to talk about here is that turbo stall card. Um, it is a trainer card, an item card. So it's not a supporter. So you can play as many as you'd like. Um, you can only play this card if you go second and it is your first turn. So it is a very specific time frame when you get to use it. Um, but let's see if the, the effect is worth. Um, search your deck for a basic energy card and attach it to one of your Pokemon, then shuffle your deck. Your turn ends. So what do you think? I mean, it is a card that ends your turn, um, but maybe you're just stuck and that's what you got, and it might give you some, you know, something for you know your next turn. I generally think it may not be a very good card. Um, do you see any potential uses for it? I this is the thing though all right i think this is a very bad card very very bad card i also said the same thing about battle battle vip pass <laughs> right so now although battle vip pass didn't end your turn yeah that has me second guessing everything i think about item cards that end your turn or that well, right. can only be played on your first turn right um the effect uh is i mean let's be honest it, I, I don't like that if you it, it, that has, you have to go second um, because right. uh, it ends your turn and you can attack on your first turn. Now, mm -hmm. um, I just think ending in an attack will probably yield uh, uh, better effects. Right. I'm yeah. not saying it. I'm not saying it couldn't be useful, um, but uh, I'm saying it probably won't be useful. Yeah. If it was a you're going first. Only, it was the other way around. You can only use this card on your first turn if you were the first player. Then I think it's a much better card. Right. Uh, I, I agree. Um, and if it didn't end your turn, that would be a busted card. I think you would see a four of. Um, but because it does end your, uh, end your turn, I think um, you're not going to see a lot of it. Uh, even if it ended your turn, I think you would still... I think if it was the other way around, if it ended your turn, I think it would still be... I think it would be actually a good card. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can't I can't argue with that point. All right, did you have any more that you wanted to talk about before we end up uh, and end on you know this article here? Um no, um we've talked about canceling cologne, so we don't really need to bring that up. Um right. no. Okay. I mean I, I'm interested in Kamado. Komodo, I'm hoping yeah, I'm saying that. Komodo, yeah. Dis like discard all your cards in your hand except one, then draw four cards. Um, I like the idea of being able to save one resource or 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 only having um, one card in hand and then drawing four. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a neat thing, but uh, in terms of draw effects, I mean, there's better draw effects. That's yeah, I, I would agree. Um, there, there may, there may be uses for it, um, but nothing jumps out at me right off the, the hop here with it. Yep. All right. So the last one I want to talk about is the stadium Jubilee life village, Jubilee life, Jubilee life village. I, I don't know how to pronounce that per, uh, correctly I, there. That sounds good to me. <laughs> Jubilee life uh, village. Yeah. So this, this reminds me of a card that we've seen in the past. Uh, but let me read it out here. Once during each player's turn, 
they may shuffle their hand into their deck. Um, if they do, they can draw five or five cards and then their turn ends. Um, so again, it plays with like all other stadiums. You can only play one stadium down per turn um, and all that fun jazz. But you saw cards similar to this in, in Pokey Beach. Um, and then you've seen it with like a Gormandized Snorlax. Um, so depending on the deck that you're trying to do, if it's a slower deck that you're trying to build up, um, it's actually a pretty good card, I think. Yeah. It's not, I mean, that's a pretty cool stadium, actually. Right. I mean, so I, I, I was like, honestly, I was like, I didn't think of it, like, didn't think of it as good as it actually sounds after, like, you read it out. <laughs> right. A lot so. of times you have to actually just hear it out loud. And then you're like, huh, yeah, that actually uh, makes a lot of sense. Like, I, I glanced over and I was like, eh. And then, like, then you were getting here and I was like, actually, that is actually really good. <laughs> because you just shuffle, like, how many times you have a bad hand? Right. And you just yeah, you start with one like one card that you can use, and then the rest of it's like, oh, what am I gonna do? But like, yeah, you can just eat that hand away, or not even eat it away. Keep those resources, and then just you know play this stadium. Um, it, and unlike Snorlax, you don't have to either one worry about losing a Pokemon for you know the prize race, or two, um, you know, retreating him or getting him out of the active. So. Pretty decent card. Again, not going to see it in every deck, especially these uh, those turbo decks, um, Mew, and, and many decks that are very similar to it. Um, but again, still serviceable stadium, and I know we're going to see it uh, have some play. Yeah, I mean, you might see it in some some builds that are just like a safety net card, right? Right. If you if you have it, and then you can uh, get get out of kind of like get out of jail. So, yep, that, that's it for me on this article of the, the Battle Region cards. Um, a lot of good stuff in there. I know we're talking a, a full set of, in advance when we're still just about to get our brilliant stars out here. That's um, Pokemon, baby. That is, yeah. So <laughs> what, what are we getting tomorrow? So we haven't even got our new cards in hand, or at least the majority of them. Um, but... Yeah, the, the future is bright. I think none of these cards are like blaring like, oh, it's going to ruin the meta um, mm -hmm. or anything like that. Uh, I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of interesting deck ideas that, that come out of this set um, that we're going to get this week and going into, you know, the next set. Yeah, I mean, this is just going to strengthen a lot of ideas that Brilliant Stars has brought to the forefront. Um, right. And there's a lot of, I mean, you can tell they're gunning for VMAXs. Like, it's almost yeah. glaringly obvious um, that they're gunning to make VMAXs, like, the, the three prize are a detriment now. So, right. I think they heard the community's cries um, that the game was a, a too fast with those tag teams. And then even kind of, even though it slowed down a little bit with VMAXs, uh, with, like, having to evolve, you're still getting that quick game where like if you don't evolve on your second turn you've just fallen behind and you probably lose so they're trying to um yeah just make it where the games maybe draw out longer just because you have to take more prizes and i think that's only a, a healthy thing um for the game i think yeah the game is in a good spot going forward um with the three prizes the two prizes the one prizes and a bunch of different sub are archetypes um, that are going to be coming out of this. So pretty excited uh, for the future again. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited 
for the future and and i'm excited for the potential of some um, some single prize things coming out too right um the meta just looks like it's gonna get shaken up by summer i think like oh it's a lot different than what we're seeing it's going to be a whole lot different than what we're playing right now right by the summertime correct um yeah it lots of the game is changing in a healthy way it's going to be thoughtful it's going to be awesome um yeah. i'm excited um but yeah is there anything else that you want to touch upon before we wrap up the cast no um all i want to say is thanks for uh thanks for listening and thanks for watching us on twitch if you're yeah. here if you're here watching us and uh all the listeners on spotify we still love you too as well yep. um just uh just wanted to throw that out there and if you hear any weird hiccups or anything that's because we did it live this week yeah so. there were a few hiccups um i think actually i was pretty clean i thought i was gonna do wor- worse than i did um doing it live because there have been plenty of times when we're just doing it recording um and then chuck has to come in and edit some something that i set out or or kind of whatever like that so uh yeah. it was fun uh, but we do plan on doing more of these live um maybe not every week uh maybe to start just uh once a month but i think i think this went pretty smooth and it wasn't too bad uh, we'll have to maybe see how it goes when we have guests because um just like changing things up on the way the layout is um which shouldn't be bad but it's more we're trying to stick to a schedule um, we'll still have our spot our Spotify version out uh, Wednesdays, like we do all the time. Um, <laughs> as Chuck's dog's like, "Hey, wrap up, Dad! I want to I want to play." <laughs> that's the that's the uh, wrap up music right now from like the Oscars. They're t- telling you get off the stage. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so yeah, that's I think that's gonna do it for the cast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. Uh, if- As always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the pod. Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me at Panucks1 on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWimsy and Ryan at RY4Gaming. You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at PitPokeyPod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We will see you all next time. See you later. I wanted to go back. There was a gentleman when we were talking about uh, Ultra Balls. Mm-hmm. What is his name? I couldn't find him. Metro I, I me. Met- Metro me. <laughs> yeah. Metro me. Uh, yeah, he said Ultra Ball is overrated. Um, Still a good card. Bold, bold statement, my friend. Bold, bold statement. statement.